Hello everyone, my name is Tatiana Gefter, I use she-they pronouns, and I am playing Alma of the Veil with the Gravedigger playbook. Hi, my name is Nishit Zaya, I use any pronouns, and I am playing Fletcher the Witch. My name is Janine Florence Asinto, I use they-them pronouns, and I play Haku Bayani, Starkeeper. Hello, my name is Okta, I go by they-them pronouns, and I will play male three strings. From the Weaver's Hi, my name is Harper Sage Pettit. I use they or she pronouns, and I will be your guide for this season of Queer PG of Kith and Pen. The content warning for this episode includes complex and complicated relationships. We open up with our point of view following along a rugged shoreline. Massive jagged rocks jut out from the torrential waves that crash against them. We break from the shoreline and head towards the horizon. A few miles out to sea, hundreds of feet above the ocean, floats a cluster of islands seemingly tied together by countless floating bridges and roads. As we approach barely floating above the waves, this cluster of island known as the Lastings, the land of 1,000 bridges, we circle the islands for a few moments, noting the distinct features of each island. That it's almost as if they're their own country, but they're all connected. The 12 main islands representing the deities of this country. Slowly, we approach the massive island at the center. A majority of the massive bridges that span across the country all meet here at Lothair's Junction. We focus on the main bridge that runs south to Yari's Thimble, the island or lasting dedicated to the arts and creativity. We see a small finnick fox with messy fur, wearing a patchwork dress seemingly made of bits and pieces of other clothes. Their hands nervously fidget with a scroll as their frog friend who walks next to them rambles about something. This is Neo who is obviously not hearing anything that Rania is saying. It's almost as if Neo is underwater, just hearing the distorted ramblings of their friend. Neo is walking, their eyes are darting everywhere across the street, and, and there's only one, one thought buckling, just um, repeating itself again and again. I may get to see my friends again. I may get to see what's up with them. I, I can't wait to catch up with them. And also... While that is quite a warm thought, on, on the other side of it, almost battling against that warmer thought, is a big ball of anxiety, just uh, reminding Neo that there's, there was this letter, he, there was this summons. He's supposed to go see Fallon, the regent of, of the Lastings, and they're not very sure exactly why they could even be far from useful to them. A few weeks back, you got a letter from Fallon, the serval or servant of all, the sort of spiritual, political, artistic leader of, of this country. Didn't say much, but it basically was just summoning you to, to Yari's Thimble to, to meet with, with them. And quickly that prompted you to, to write a letter to your friend. Which friend did you, did you write a letter to? So 
my first uh, port of call was was Fletcher. It was a pretty short letter after a few months of, of barely any meaningful things being written to Fletcher. So yeah, let's jump back a few weeks ago. You just read this letter, and now you're writing a letter to Fletcher. Go ahead and read that letter off. Hi, Fletcher. It's been it's been a while, right? Sorry for the empty words lately. Got into a bit of a rut. I can share more now, though, especially since I've got to get ready to see you again. We may cross paths after I get back to Yaristimbo, from what I see. As you know, Loom Academy was kind of a bust, and I left it. That, that you already know. However, I was supposed to live with Foster, an amazingly fun red fox, just like Path. And, well, because of a mistaken oracle, I ended up parting ways with him, and I got lost. Well, kinda lost. I guess the right word will be searching. I went through a bunch of loom workshops and the best textile artisans. I even wrote to Libby back home, but I've not seen him again. And while that was uh, quite a while ago, right after I dropped out, um, I think that's pretty much when I sent you my last real letter. As I searched for Foster, I was actually found by this amazing doe, Kore. I started weaving under them for a few seasons. It was so much better than anything I did at Loom Academy. We traveled, we met some people, and I even found new kinds of threads and colors. It was truly amazing. I can't wait to tell you more about it in person, but I'm not very sure on where to start. Well, a few months ago, I went to Lothair Junction, and things got a bit rough away from Kore. But, well, Rania found me. Do you remember Rania, the super responsible frog I wrote about so much when I was at the academy? We ended up as neighbors by pure chance. Can you believe it? I'm now living with this really cute jackal. His name is Alphonse, Al. A bit of a lazy ass that keeps working dead-end jobs, but he is super fun to be around, you'll see. On the last month, I went back to work for Libby, doing mostly mending jobs, but... Between her and Rania, they've been pushing me to try new designs again. Anyhow, you know how oracles can get kinda scary for me? I'm not sure yet about going back there on my own, without Kore or away from you. I really miss you, you know? And I've, I'm now fully packed, ready to go towards Jari's Timbo. I've noticed it takes a while to pack all my stuff. It's crazy how much I accumulate when I get comfy somewhere. And this is gonna rate insane, but... Fallon yourself asked me to go visit you there. As soon as I get a bit more info on why, I'm gonna try and send you a letter. But, I don't know, maybe I see you there. With many, many hugs, Nail. We kind of jump back to the present. Nao's friend, frog friend, Rania, kind of like springs up into the air in, directly in front of their face and like claps and says, Are you even listening to me? I've been talking about my sewing classes and how freaking hard they are and you're just droning on not even saying anything what's going on well you you i'm sorry you know sometimes i get distracted and it's been forever that whenever you try to sew with those fingers you have things get difficult you start complaining and i know what you're complaining about so yeah sorry that wasn't very kind wait a second do you not think my struggles are worth your time one one hundred percent rania but they are always kind of similar with the sewing and all. You do have a point. 
But dang, I really wish you would listen to me more sometimes. Especially since I've not seen you in so long. I guess you do have a lot going on, so I understand your head is a little in the clouds, but we have a plan. We are going shopping. We need to focus, okay? Okay, first point of order, I need to get myself something nice, nice enough to face Fallon. Second point of order, we need to get you better better needles for when you shoot. That would probably help. You see, you did take in something. Very proud of you. And she sort of like turns and with a spring in her step kind of jumps a few feet in front of you and says, Come on, if we don't make it, we're gonna we're gonna miss all the good deals. Yeah, Lee was telling me that there's there's this really cool designer. Uh, they come from 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 Tales Confusion, and everything is super, super weird. So I'm I'm actually quite looking forward to seeing that. So the two of them kind of continue on this bridge and eventually make it into Yari's Thimble, the bustling streets of this very creative lasting. You see lots of different things, uh, but mainly it's just kind of like stacks upon stacks of various shops, boutiques. Pretty much if you're looking for anything artistic or creative, you are going to find it here. What might be some of the things that stick out to, to Neyu as you kind of get to this like first market area? I think the first thing that um, Neo would really catch and consider really heavily Neo usually have a has big big trouble finding good hats. Too much ear to head ratio. I can imagine Neo just seeing a hat that will fit so perfectly with with a couple alterations that uh, they may get completely sidetracked. Neo finds this hat, and what else to go with it for this outfit that they're putting together to to meet Fallon the the serval. Because they typically wear this like patchwork outfit, these different patchwork outfits, kind of hodgepodge of different scraps and things from other outfits they've had. But they want to look very nice for this this meeting. They want to look nice, but they want to look dependable and responsible. So out of that kind of insecurity, they're going to try to go with earthy beige tones with some golden highlights just to accent the natural hues of their, their fur. After you get this and you get all get changed, get all all dressed up for this meeting, you notice Rania has their their nice new sewing needles, and you head out and you see the giant factory or workshop where Fallon is is stationed, like off in the distance, and you sort of hear a a whistle, a very high pitched whistle, as you like start to walk down the street towards that, and you look up on one of the rooftops. Uh, and you see the silhouette of a very familiar jackal. And they sort of grab onto a rope and come like flying down and almost somersault and land right in front of you. As they kind of stand up, they give you like a quick peck on the cheek and say, Well, hello there. You recognize this as Alphonse. Hey, so you've actually come to see me today? I wasn't really expecting it. Oh, I... Did not know you were going to be here. I sent you a letter. Oh. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. I've been distracted. <laughs> um, but yes. Good to see you. I feel like it was by chance that I came across you today, but apparently this was supposed to happen. I am going to a party below the city. Let's go. Um, like right now? Yes, yes, right now. 
there is a very interesting band from the Marigold of Nino, and they are playing down there. Are you familiar with the drone sounds of the whelps? No, but I would like to be, and you're going. Um, but like, for sure, I will be able to be up and go to see Fallon after, after, after three or four, right? Like, for sure. Oh, yo, wait. You're, you're still doing that? Yes, I told you it was important. <sighs> but they're just a bureaucrat. You can, you can visit them later, right? I mean, it's not like they're going anywhere. The whelps, the whelps are here. They're, they're never here. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Rania sort of, like, jumps up and leave, leave them alone. They've, they've got business to do. And they, they kind of jump in between the two of you, and they kind of tug on your, your new outfit, like, the, the tail end of it. It's, Come on, let's, let's get out of here. So I think, Nao, you might have to do a roll here feel like Nao's probably pretty conflicted. This is very important, but also Alphonse sort of has this spell over you that you you know Alphonse is bad for you, but they're just so intoxicated. They somersaulted in front of me. What am I supposed to do? He's just so cool. He's he's kind of dressed like a artistic pirate like he's got like paint splatters on his like very like poofy pants this very like poofy like blouse that it that he's got on and these boots that come up um almost to his knees very hot so i think i'm gonna need a heart roll from you so it's a seven plus one that's an eight you feel this like resolve as the intoxicating aura of Alphonse is like drawing you towards the lower levels of the city and Rania is there to kind of like pull you back. Uh, wait, wait, wait a second. Stop. Stop. I don't think I can do this right now and I think that you will have to tell me all about it later. Or at the very least bring me bring me something like a little t-shirt or if they if they if if one of the musicians throws something just bring it back to me that's that's your mission i know you have a lot of fun being by yourself as well you don't you don't need me do you right you don't <sighs> yet again you disappoint me but i understand you have more important things and they sort of just like turn and start to walk away like pretty quickly and they look back and they say I will see if I can find you something it's not more important it's just different I understand and they sort of like dash down the alleyway and disappear now we'll squeeze Rania's hand knowing that this was not entirely okay yeah it's it's okay I you you have a lot going on and I think I think you did the right thing if that means anything yeah thank you for pulling on my skirt I try not to pull too hard since it's brand new, but let's let's get out of here. We've we gotta get you to to Fallon, all right? Yes, let's do that. Thank you, Daniel.
So you're trying to catch your parents before they they head back out and do what they need to do. And they have no idea that you're here and you're, you're running a little bit late. So you're just, again, bumping into folks. Your star charts are flying out of your pockets. You're kind of leaving a, a wake of, of destruction, which is kind of surprising for such a, a small and unassuming otter but you see the 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 library off in the distance the spiral tower that goes up kind of signifying it amongst the the rest of the the city skyline as you round the corner that leads to the the road that like leads right up to the the library you come to a sudden stop a thud things fly up into the air star charts measuring tools and you look to see a familiar face um kind of looking at you as you both are on the ground the beady eyes of chandler melvin an old rival from school kind of squints at you and you have this like rush of bad memories of this person who kind of stole the presidency of the Star Club from you back in high school. But then you're quickly reminded of some good things as we flash back to a few weeks ago when you you got a letter from Fallon and you quickly started to write your letter to one of your friends. Which friend did you write a letter to? I wrote one to Alma. Dear Alma, okay, first off, the stars are telling me there are some new findings that are some new paths to take on your wonderful travels. Next thing, I hope you're doing well. Find any new stories of knights and fire-breathing fish? I found this necklace in one of the thrift stores next to the library that I was studying at, and it kind of reminds me of the little trinkets you would use in your studies. Oh, right, what I've been up to. Uh, hmm, let's see. Uh, I've been visiting a lot of my relatives at the other lastings. They have been kind of kind enough to house me during the daytime before heading to the local libraries to find anything about the Starkeeper. Not much luck on where they are, but... The stories he leaves behind? Beautiful. Uh, Maybe you'd want to read one? I'll copy one down and send it to you. Anyways, you never know how difficult traveling is until you're doing it between each lasting. How's the traveling going for you? And that is scratched out? Right, I already wrote that. What have you seen? Other than the stars. Wildest article of writing I've stumbled upon is this one of a queen bee who rides into battle with her family by her side to take back her kingdom. Pretty wild, right? I think my favorite part is how she doesn't just rely on her own family with her, but the kith she, who, who helped her along the way. Ooh, finally, one of my favorite discoveries. My mark of the Starkeeper. Remember, hidden on the side of my left torso? I'm still having a little trouble finding all the information about it, but I think I finally figured out the constellation. I gotta check a little more when I get home in a few days. From the stars that wave to you, Haku. That little bit of pleasantness is kind of again broken as soon as Chandler sort of snarls out something and you're kind of brought back to the present. You didn't really hear it because you were a little dazed, a little confused. Then he says it again. Oh, it's you. What was your name again? Hockey? I, I, I'm sorry. I've, I have so many different things going on. I can't remember. But I, I remember you from high school, right? It, it, it's Haku. Oh, Haku. I remember <laughs> you as well. <laughs> Hello. Yes. What have you been up to? I recently got a prestigious fellowship at the Alabaster Conservatory. Sort of like crosses his arms across his body. Well, I, I've been doing some really nice research about the Starkeeper, and 
all of that fun jazz between the different libraries here. You're still on that. <laughs> oh, the fairy tales children believe. Oh, do 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 do. Well, you know, I have somewhere to be. Look at that! Like, points at a random direction and runs the opposite way. As you, like, run off, you hear Chandler sort of say something. Like, well, if you ever want to hear anything about or learn anything about real star keeping, come see me at the conservatory. Sort of, sort of like, trails off. I, like, let a leaflet of, like, an equivalent of my card just fly out on the wind and hopefully will land towards Chandler. You leave Chandler Melvin, the annoying armadillo and potential continued rival. You have other things to worry about. Before you know it, you are standing at the foot of the marble stairs that lead up into this grand library of of Lothair's Junction. You basically were born here, right? Yeah. So you know this place, kind of the ins and outs, all the different quirks of the building, the different hiding nooks where you could spend hours reading about the Starkeeper. Is there a place you need to stop by inside the library before you go see your parents in the sort of lounge area? I make sure that I stop by, like, the closest bathroom to make sure that I look put together like I didn't rush over and like I have everything and like have everything stuffed in like the correct pockets and like fixes the the little apron and then fixes the glasses and then switches the earrings to the other ear just to change it up a little bit and give like a nice little peck top of like okay 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 this is good it's great we got this <sighs> okay huffs the chest and then walks so you you walk out of the washroom and into the library there's just massive shelves just kind of to the ceiling filled with books um, a lot of magic is used you so you see a lot of like books like flying from place to place as they're being put up and acquired and the very back is that again that spiral staircase with the the, the tower that has the lookout where your parents often lounge in and have have lunch so you head up those stairs and there's not any door you just like arrive on the landing and you see your parents there kind of off um in the corner sitting at a table they have their like tea set up and the their lunch out your father's back is to you but your mother as soon as she sees you lets out a shriek that echoes throughout the library and then she kind of instinctively goes and your father turns and just sort of sees you and smiles and they both wave your mother gets up and she's typically more reserved a little more kind of controlled and your dad's typically more like the flamboyant the outward presenting one uh but your mother's like bouncing with excitement as she runs over to you just haku i can't believe it why are you here what are you what you didn't tell us surprise i so um i was kind of invited to come here so i came back earlier and i wanted to come say hi before i went on this kind of a mission thing i don't know if i'm allowed to say anything about it but like i'm here hi your dad comes over hugs you you're on a mission Yes. And it's secret. Maybe. Well, you you know, I mean, we don't talk to anybody except ourselves. You could tell us. Maybe I should double check before telling you. 
I don't want to get in trouble. I love both of you so much. And I give them a peck on the cheek each. And you can tell that your mom in particular is visibly upset. And your dad probably is too. But he seems to be holding it in says, it's okay. I understand. We understand, don't we, dear? Uh, yes. And sh- your mom kind of like straightens up and says, we understand. Um, You're, you're doing things. And you can kind of see a little tear kind of forming just you're doing things and we are so very very proud of you i will say it is something different from the star keeper if that changes your mood it's a little bit higher up in 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 what's happening here very very intrigued now i thought it was definitely something to do with the star keeper because that's pretty much all you do <laughs> um yes we're, we're we're still very proud of you we probably even more so now not not that if you only were working on the Starkeeper stuff, we would be proud we wouldn't be proud of you, but knowing that it's something a little more higher up is definitely intriguing to us. Yes, 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 very intriguing. Um we do have a little bit of tea and lunch left over. Are, do you have time to join us? Uh and then I like look out and see where the sun is to try and tell what time it is. How much time do I have left before I have to go to this meeting? You were in a rush not only because you knew your parents' lunch probably wouldn't be too much longer, but you also needed to catch a balloon over to Yari's thimble. When is that balloon supposed to take off? How much time do I have to sit and chill? (laughs) You have time enough to probably scarf down a little bit of a sandwich, sip some tea as it scorches your tongue, tell them, I guess, their kind of interest in in your, your dating life. Um, so I don't know if you have time to talk to them about that. Oh, Haku would ignore it immensely if they asked the questions. Oh, yeah, no, it's, you know, you know, it's there. Not not one that's not there, but it it's, oh, wow, look at the sun. Oh, do you, do you need to be leaving? Oh, yeah, I mean, I have to catch this. Bye, Mom, Dad. Smooches on the kiss and runs. That's very convenient. Every time we ask him about if he's seeing anyone, always have somewhere to go. But love you. Love you. But I whispered that as I'm running through the library. So Haku, you kind of take off through the library, back down the street, and head over to the the hot air balloon station to, to make it over to Yari's thimble real quick. And then next, arriving at... The hot air balloon station is a morose-looking ocelot. She steps off the boarding ramp of the hot air balloon that she just arrived on, wearing a pair of thick and proper gloves, a wide-brim hat that casts a dark shadow over her face, and a billowing, dirt-stained overcoat. She makes her way to the busy streets of Lothair's Junction. Instead of joining the throng of patrons going down the streets, she sort of just disappears into a shadow and starts heading down an access ladder. It leads to the maintenance levels beneath the streets. Where's Alma going? What's on her mind? It's been a long time since Alma has been to the lastings. Back when she used to live here, one of the only places where she really felt at home was the local cemetery, where she would sometimes go after school, or where she would go when she just needed to 
kind of be away from everything and surrounded instead by the spirits of those who are already gone. Ever since she was young, she kind of always found more comfort in those who've passed than those who are living. I guess right now she needs a a little bit of normalcy as she's come back. Yeah, she needs just a little bit of grounding, I would say. You know, it's, it's a lot to return after not seeing everyone for a pretty long time. She's kept herself pretty distant. She's reconciling a lot of these feelings, these walls that she's built up. As she's walking in the lower levels of of Lothair's junction, she's getting closer to the Lothair's loss, the sort of like cave where the the remains of the dead are, are laid to rest. And just as she is about to open up this sort of crypt and go inside, she feels something that she's not felt in a while, a vibration in her pocket. And she thinks of the coin that her friend complicated kind of feelings for person Karth. Karth Lockhart, the the tinkerer that kind of went on a, a journey, maybe broke her heart along the way, but before he left, gave her this magic coin that he can send messages on, and it's not vibrated in quite some time. What kind of thoughts are going through her head as she starts to pull this coin out? Why now? As if, as if things aren't already complicated enough having to come back here. Why now are you reaching out to me after so long? Pulls out the coin. Just a few words have appeared on this coin, and you kind of read them in his voice. I need to see you. Something is wrong. And we flash back to a few weeks ago when you got this letter from Fallon and... You wrote a letter to one of your friends. I sure did. Go ahead and read that letter. Dear Haku, I hope you have been well, my friend. In my time away, I have thought of you and the others often, and I have taken your letters and your memories with me from place to place. It's nice, but I hope one day to travel with you all in person and show you the wonderful things I have seen from above the clouds. I know you will especially like it. From above, from up in the balloon, we have a clear view of the night sky and the stars that hang there. I'm not good with them, like you are, so I don't know what they mean, but the further away from home I get, the more different their shapes appear. I've drawn some of them down for you, Uh, maybe you can interpret their meaning and tell me what you think when I see you. I know I've been a poor pen pal, and haven't been able to write to you as much as I would like. The outside world is vast, and I have much to keep me occupied. Death never stops. I'm happy to be able to help so many people dealing with the losses they encounter on day to day to make the process as easy as I can. I've learned so much. Different practices and funeral rites that give each death such meaning. I'm sorry, I... Don't mean to ramble. I truly can't wait to see you again, assuming you're still where I think you are. That actually brings me to why I'm writing to you. Fallon has called me home. With my family now on Drake's Inkwell, I would have thought that I would not be needed, but it seems that they do need something from me. 
we should get together when I'm in town. I should arrive in about four weeks um, from when I'm writing this letter. I hope No and Fletcher are doing well as well. See you soon, my friend. Best, Alma. So Alma, you rush back to the present from that, that memory a few weeks ago where all these emotions kind of started from and... Or just keep going and going. It's kind of one of those things where when you're asked how things are going, you just say they are. And now with Karth poking his head back into your life, it's just getting more and more complicated. So you definitely need a moment of, of respite amongst those you're more comfortable with. You've been here in Lothair's Lost before. Do you have a particular spirit you like to commune with? There's a spirit of a young doe that often likes to frolic through here. They passed when they were very young, so they retain a lot of their childish ways about them. They like to cause little mischiefs to the people who visit when Alma's not around. They enjoy her company. She's able to understand them better than most who visit the cemetery. And it brings Alma peace to see such childishness and joy on the other side. Alma is looking for for Fizz, the doe. And I guess, Alma, you would know that one of their favorite things were candies. And so I would imagine... Um, you, you find a place where their remains have been memorialized and you set out a few pieces of candy and just sit and almost meditate for a little bit until you hear a little giggle and the crinkling of paper. Alma had her eyes closed for a moment and as soon as she hears the crinkling of the paper, she kind of peeks open one eye, you know? Kind of, kind of testing the waters a little bit, um, looking down at where she put the candy. And you see behind the memorial stone, Fizz kind of peeking up, and as soon as they see you, they kind of giggle and go back behind the stone, and you can hear more giggling back there. Don't tell me you're hiding after I've been away for so long. I'm not hiding. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, then why are you behind your stone? This is just a stone. A magic stone talking. Oh, well, I missed this magic stone so much in my travels. I thought about it all the time and couldn't wait to come back to tell it all about my adventures. Hmm... The stone may or may not have missed you, but to be honest, the stone will miss a candy. And they giggle. Well, I may or may not have prepared for such an occasion and have more candy. Uh, but this candy is reserved for my special friend, not for a stone. Kind of from the side, their head pokes out and says, Willie, do not, don't know, give me this, the candy. I'm not giving this a stone candy. That would be rude to my friend. And they kind of pop back and say, Oh, I, I can see if they can come out. Oh, could you? Could you please? I have so much candy from far away that they never would be able to get otherwise. I'll see if I can put it in a door world, okay? Well, thank you. And you hear kind of like you know, whispering and giggling. I think, I think they're going to come out, okay? Okay. Are you ready? I'm gonna count them down. Mm-hmm. One, two, 
Fui! And they sort of like jump out the somersault and ta-da! Wow! It's me, Fizz, the whole time. There wasn't there wasn't a stone talking, I was me. <gasps> you tricked me! <gasps> you got me good. I'm getting good at it. I tricked so many people like on. I'm sure you've gotten lots of practice while I've been away. Mm-hmm. Well, as promised, here is your candy. Ooh. Like on the floor, they like kind of scoot up to you and hold out their hand. G- give me, give me, give me. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't eat those all at once. You'll give yourself a stomach ache. The thing about being a ghost is my tummy doesn't hurt anymore. Yeah, but it's the principle of the thing. I guess so. But tell me about where you go. I missed you. <laughs> well, I um had to go up in the up in there a balloon and work, I guess. You know, my really boring adult stuff work. But I got to see a lot of people. So many people. Even kids like you. So many kids. Wow. Was all any kids as fun and as cool as me? No one's as fun and cool as you. That's why I came back. I came back to visit you, of course. Why are you here? Isn't it enough for me to just miss my best bud? Well, yeah, but you've been gone for a while. Yeah. Figured you've gone for something and come back for something. More boring adult stuff I, I, I worry about. I'm not sure why. Someone called me home. Oh. Mm-hmm. Adult stuff is so... And they're about to say boring, and they kind of like put their hands on their hips. They don't finish their sentence, just freeze, just frozen there. Alma's going to kind of reach out to them, like she's going to like pat them on the head. And as you do, you touch their ethereal body, and it kind of tingles as usual. But as you do, it's almost like you're kind of putting your hand through a cloud of smoke. And their body just, their form sort of just like dissipates into nothing. Alma, have you seen anything like this before? Go ahead and give me a wild roll. (laughs) So that's a four. In all your time with the dead, you've never seen anything like this before. And you feel like something is gravely wrong. It almost feels... Like your heart is kind of breaking, like literally breaking right now. Because you are so lost and so confused and you have no idea what to do. One of your dearest friends has just vanished and this has never happened before. The coin feels very heavy in Alma's pocket. Maybe Karth might have an idea. Maybe Karth's cryptic message somehow connected to this. You do have a place to be, though. You know, Fallon, the meeting with Fallon, is scheduled for just a short while from now, and you have to be in Yari's symbol. But maybe you can catch up with Karth later. Yeah, she's definitely not going to go see Karth first, because Karth is on the same lasting as her parents. She's going to leave some of the candies that she brought on Fizz's memorial, and she's going to get up and leave making sure to close up shop behind her and head over to Yari's Thimble. As Alma heads back to the surface and over to to Yari's Thimble, we take a turn and we go to the Marigold of Anino, the, the god of light. 
and we see a very bright and beautiful lasting. However, in the far west corner is a teeny tiny island that sort of just is floating near the the marigold of Anino, seemingly just held there by an ethereal thread. On this island is a simple hut, a single hut, seemingly made up of bits and pieces of old buildings held together by magical runes carved into those pieces hundreds, maybe even thousands of years ago. This is the Marigold Apothecary, the longest standing apothecary in the Lastings. Our point of view sort of like spirals around the outside of this hodgepodge of a building until it slowly drifts inside an oddly shaped window. Inside, we see ceiling-high shelves overflowing with various ingredients. In the back corner, we see a sleepy-looking flying squirrel in a big, comfy cloak, barely able to keep their eyes open as they hover over a cauldron of a foul-smelling concoction. It seems like Fletcher is a bit distracted. Fletcher is making... A potion that he's instructed to make. This is a potion that is meant to help uh, bad breath because it's actually a very big one on the market. Instead of using well water, there's a bit of swamp water in this cauldron. And Fletcher is so, so tired because he's nocturnal and it is daytime. And he's also had a lot on his mind. Like a few weeks ago, like all his other friends, received a letter from Fallon, the Serval, that went to the same school as them but was a few years older and just kind of strange that he would get a letter from the serval so that's kind of throwing him in a loop and as soon as he got the letter he started writing a letter to neu go ahead and read that letter dear neu yesterday i made a potion that smelled like you i'm not sure what it does yet but my potion making classes have been going well last week i made a potion for feeling warm and ended up taking a nap for an entire day i had a dream about a group of friends maybe it was us but we were traveling and far from home i think we'll see each other sooner than you think i'll send you a package of the warmth potion soon Still perfecting the final touches. It tasted like very sour blueberries. In other news, I think Lauren is my boyfriend again. He keeps spending time in my dorm room. We drink tea and read the leaves. He brings me shiny rocks and him being a raven, that surely means something. I'll ask him soon, but in the meantime, we've been holding hands whenever we walk together. It's been about two months, but I think we might be okay. He woke me during the final and quickly cast a completely against the rules illusion to help me finish my exam while hiding from our professor. <sighs> he works in the grief rituals department and actually got me to sign up for an extracurricular a few weeks ago. I would have done it eventually. I, I need it to graduate. I know he might be disappointed in me with how things ended last time, but I'm glad we're talking again. This brings the sad slash happy part of the saga. I'm leaving in four weeks. I've been summoned to Yari's thimble by none other than the Servals herself, Fallon. I'm rekindling such a good and happy relationship only to come back to the Thousand Bridges. Luckily, my witch training is complete next week, so it won't affect the academy experience. I'm just starting to feel happy again. It's nice, but scary. Let me know what you've been weaving. I've attached some color-changing thread in the parcel. X Fletch. 
we kind of come back to the present to an even more foul smell and the sound of a boiling over pot. Zell Estelle, the hedgehog who runs the shop, they also inherited the shop from their baba, who inherited the shop from their baba, and so on and so on. They are this, again, very old hedgehog who you don't even know how they're still alive. (laughs) You don't know how old they are. They're just old. They kind of sternly look over you, cross their arms, and say, Another failed potion. I don't know why I took you on as my apprentice. Um, uh, what? (laughs) He's just waking up from a nap while standing up. You keep on sleeping, even though I'm giving you potions to make you stay awake oh i just it's it's the middle of the day i i promise around evening i can fix this one again i just uh, it's hard to be awake especially when the sun is right up Hmm. i know you mentioned maybe we should stay open later so you could actually be of use and i know you're about to be leaving So I guess there's no sense in us changing the hours now, but maybe when you come back, we can see about you working a night shift instead. How does that sound? That would be wonderful. I I know I can do a good job. I mean, you saw my grades from Witch Academy. I just, it's hard for me to be awake in the day. Yes, I did see your grades, and that's why I've been so shocked at your performance lately. But you did come with great letters of recommendation, so that's the only way I'll consider giving you another chance. Thank you, Zell. Well, you asked me to come over and tell you when it was time. Wasn't quite sure what that meant, but I, I'm here. It's time now. Oh, oh, is it? Oh, oh no, I, I have to run like right now. I have an important meeting. Anyari's thimble. I, I, I'm sorry about this potion. Can I come back tonight to fix it? I, I have the keys. Yes, make sure it's not too late. This swamp water mixture will definitely cake onto the sides. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to store everything really well. Um, and I'll even. Make sure to prepare tomorrow's potion starters as well. Very well. And they sort of turn with a creak and crack in a very rickety manner, walk away towards the front of the, the room where their office is, and kind of creaking and cracking the whole way there. And I would imagine you you grab your things and and take off, right? You got a you got a hot air balloon to catch. Yeah, Fletcher will grab all his things. Store some swamp water. We'll see how well he's done that. <laughs> um, and then um, we'll be heading over to Yari's thimble. And since he is a flying squirrel, he'll try and do some gliding on the way to the hot air balloon. Maybe you like run up a ramp and kind of a jump and hop off of a building. Go ahead and give me a swift roll. See how well you do. I don't have a modifier in swift, so that's a nine. A nine. Okay, yeah. So you do this all the time. This is very easy for you. This is one of the ways you you get around town quickly. It's how you you make up time. You don't make up as much time as Lauren, since he can actually fly. Use more sort of glide. As you're flying, you maybe think, well, maybe we should be called gliding squirrels, not flying squirrels. But you you, nonetheless, you, you glide very majestically down to the platform where all the 
the hot air balloons are there. And they're in various sizes. Some are like little forkith baskets, but then also some are in like very long baskets that carry 20, 30, 40, sometimes even 100 kith. And as you land, the the crowd is kind of like bustling as people are coming and going, getting ready to go to like Lothair's Junction or where you're heading Yari's Symbol. And as the crowd kind of clears, as one of the balloons takes off, you see a very familiar figure standing there. Your maybe-ish boyfriend, Lauren Greyfeathers, is, is there. And they smile at you. And you can tell that they have a lot of mixed feelings right now. He'll, like, wave from across the balloon a little awkwardly. And he waves back, walks over to you. It kind of feels like eternity, as you can't tell if he's happy, sad, like, what's going on with him. He's a very emotional person, very open with his emotions, always wearing his emotions on his sleeve. Comes over, hugs you, and says, it's, it's very good to see you. I... Wanted to wish you well on, guess, wish you luck on this, this meeting. I wish you'd tell me what's going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thank you. I, I can let you know when, when it's happening. I actually don't know what's going on. Yeah, how, how, how long are you in the lastings for before you go back to Witch Academy? That's the thing. I didn't think I would be seeing you again for a while. And I guess the, the thing is, I'm, and you feel his, like, voice kind of break a little bit um and kind of starts to hold back tears and says uh I, i'm going away and it's gonna be a long time before i'm back oh okay um and i don't know if i'm gonna be able to contact you why not do they not have letters where you're going <sighs> i wish i could explain but they they said i can't talk with anyone oh who's they does this have to do with the class you're teaching uh <sighs> Again, I guess you have your secrets and I have mine. You kind of feel like he becomes a little stony with that. Oh, yeah, I, I guess so. When are you going? Now, I've got to catch this balloon. And he points off at a balloon that has people loading up on a balloon. Do you have to? I mean, would you would you be able to meet me tonight, maybe, and leave tomorrow instead? I mean, this is so sudden. And you hear a... I really, I... I have to. I I gotta go. This is not goodbye forever, but just goodbye for now. I trust me. I I miss you, and I know I've not told you this, but I I, I love you. I love you deeply. I I will be back. I promise. And he hands you a little parcel as he kind of runs off. Does he give me time to say anything back, or has he just left? He's running like the the ropes are being pulled off from the the landing there the 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 person who's running the or operating the air balloon is calling for like the last borders i want to call after lauren's name lauren <laughs> not quite have enough time maybe to say it back i think fletcher doesn't like to rush things so this is very difficult for him for all of that to happen so suddenly y'all had been kind of doing the long distance thing since you started your apprenticeship but this like no contact thing this ambiguousness of of the situation has i guess left fletcher understandably reeling and this is seriously not like lauren lauren's very put together very like always been top of the class 
been handpicked to even like co-teach classes at Witch Academy, which is like for the best of the best. And now he's just gone. You see the balloon kind of floating up in the air. He comes to the edge, like definitely you see tears coming from his eyes now and just like kind of mouthing, I love you. Please trust me. I think Fletcher is also crying and just holding this parcel to his heart and like just making eye contact with Lauren from this balloon. What feels like eternity, the balloon slowly drifts away and eventually it's just a speck off in the distance. You hear the call for for your hot air balloon to, to start boarding. You sort of probably just drone very like not really in your body maybe just like there as you board the hot air balloon and head over to to Lothair's Junction, where you disembark and just sort of shuffle your way towards Yari's symbol. As alluded to in your introductions, you all were summoned back to Yari's symbol by Fallon, the Serval of the Lastings. And again, their letter did not say much, except that you were being summoned back for a mission of utmost importance. And so yeah, you all sort of find your way to this like factory that Fallon kind of is stationed at. It's at the center of Yari's symbol. Purple smoke kind of billows up from the, the factory into the sky. It forms this, like these massive clouds that grow until they like bulge and explode into masses of purple glitter that are harvested through magic and reused in the production of dreams, nightmares, and forgotten memories. So the four of you, like you kind of just like by chance, like end up at the front of this this factory and you kind of notice the four of you just like coming together what do y'all do i screech and grab everyone into a group hug oh god hello fletcher hi hi hoku hi alma hello hello hi everyone and then i let go of the group hug i know i mentioned maybe meeting up uh, in my letter, Haku, but I didn't expect it to be <laughs> so immediate. The stars tell all. No, I got- I was summoned here. You- you-, you same? Same? Mm-hmm. Same? Um, yeah. Guys, did you all just get to the city? Yeah, more or less. Mm-hmm. I've- I've been here a couple weeks. I just flew in. Alma, um, you smell like ghosts. Yeah. I, um, visited the cemetery, um, before coming. Oh. That, that'll do it. My mom always smelled like ghosts. Sorry. It, it, it's not a bad smell. That's 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 good. I was worried it might smell like the, you know, bodies. So, we're, we got a thing to Great thing, great, and then just starts walking. Do you know why Fallon called us? The utmost importance. Right. I assumed it was going to be more people than us. Just us four? Like, really? I I guess. Unless we're oddly punctual and everyone else is late. I don't know if we're late or early at this point. I'm really glad that it's not just me, because if it was just going to be me, I don't I don't know why it would be just me. That would have been really scary. So I'm really glad to see you guys here. So as y'all work together, try to piece this, this puzzle together... The little bits and pieces of information you have. Also catching up, you kind of find yourselves at the top of the stairs leading inside the 
to the, inside this giant factory. The giant wooden doors are closed, and a guard stands there. A rat in the sort of regalia of, of a guard um, looks out at you and says, Who goes there? Why are you here? Alma holds up her letter. Um, we were uh, summoned by Fallon. Let me see that. Like, hold their hand out, like, grab it, and pull out from their pocket a pair of spectacles on a, a stick, and they kind of, like, hold them back and forth as they try to, like, focus in on this letter, and they sort of mumble underneath their breath. From Fallon, yes, and to Alma. Are you Alma? Yes, I am. And our mission of most importance. Well, it seems to be in order. Do the three of you have letters as well? Uh, yeah. He pulls out, like, an extremely crumpled, very old letter with, like, multiple, multiple stains on it. But it is the letter <laughs> summoning Fletcher. Well, could have been in a better state, but yes, this will do. You see Haku look through all the pockets and pulls it out, and there's a star chart written on it. I- mm, sorry, so, so, yes. Sorry. Sorry. Hmm. Seems like you've added a little extra to yours. But this, yes, everything's in order here. What about you, Fox? I I also have one, but um, I've not done anything to it. It just does this. And I grab the crumpled, fiddled with letter and kind of un- unfurled and glance over it. Hmm, yes, it, it, it does seem all four of you have been summoned by Fallon. Yes. Well, I guess right this way. And they take their staff and tap it on the, the, the door. It creaks open and you you head on inside. Inside, you see a, a grand production floor where countless Dreamweavers take this purple glitter from giant receptacles and use their various magics to form different ethereal products that are neatly packaged and then shipped out across the country. Um, you kind of make your way, kind of being led by this guard through the production floor to a large spiral staircase at the center of the production floor. You'll want to go up here, I'm sure. Fallon is expecting you. If you are on time, that is. I'm pretty sure we are, but if we do have a few minutes, what are these people doing? They're making dreams, nightmares, and forgotten memories. Have you not seen dream weavers work before? Well, I've seen normal weavers and um, and weavers that sometimes weave a dream, but not actual dream weavers. Yes, well, this is... Uh, where all your dreams come from, these folks here. You ever send dreams outside of the lastings? Oh, I, I do. I do none of that. Uh, I'm not a magical person at all. I am I am just a guard, and they sort of, like, stand at attention. I mean, do the Dreamweavers send them outside of the lastings? Uh, n- no, just just the lastings. I'm sure there are Dreamweavers elsewhere. Elsewhere Dreamweaving. Oh, okay. Because I... I had a dream I was traveling with exactly these three friends, like, four weeks ago. Probably came from one of these Dreamweavers, then. But I was all the way at Witch Academy. Interesting. Usually the veil doesn't allow for such... such magic to work. And they mentioned a veil, which you know is like that sort of ethereal mass that has kind of separated the lastings from, from the rest of the world. Very interesting indeed. I guess I will let somebody know that. Okay. Who will that somebody be? I'll probably let one of the head weavers know. Fletcher, maybe we could go talk to that person. Maybe, but you have to go speak with Fallon, right? 
and I've got a, to guard, a door to guard. And they grab their staff and say, I must make it back to my post. Good luck with everything. And they sort of march off back towards the, the front of the building. So the, the four of you stand at the bottom of the spiral staircase. You you look up and leads to a, a disc, a large, like, disc-shaped platform above the production floor. I guess who heads up first? Alma looks at Neo. Neo is currently almost kind of like walking backwards, still looking at the Dreamweavers to see what kind of weaving they're doing. <laughs> Haku proudly walks forward first. <laughs> so Haku takes lead as Neo's like kind of walking backwards. Neo, you see, yeah, them like gathering this like glitter and it like forms like a little cloud and like these like little magical tendrils like go from their fingers through the cloud and tighten it up into a more like consistent shape and then it's like placed bow- down into a box. I try to get a little bit closer to to Fletcher. Fletcher, so you think they know who they send the dreams to? I don't know. I mean, usually my oracle dreams are stronger when I'm out here, but that one happened at Witch Academy, so I don't know. Maybe it was something I drank. Your dreams tend to be quite good, though. I mean, I guess. We're here. Yeah. Huh. I was thinking if if we get to know if they can send the dreams to someone, and I can find whoever is sending the dreams to Foster, I'll try and find my friend as well. Oh, yeah. That would be a good idea. Well, let's, let's, let's focus now. Haku, you're up uh, several steps, and you see, I guess maybe Alma following pretty closely behind but then you you both notice that Fletcher and Neo have been lingering Alma's ears like flick sorry 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 I just wave we're coming we're coming we're coming sorry Fletcher and Neo catch up and the four of you make your way up the rest of the, the spiral staircase you arrive at a landing and you see this large kind of workbench area with several different workstations with several things like piled on there like books trinkets unfinished projects and all these different workstations as you work your way along the piles of things you begin to hear melodious humming coming from the the far end back behind a, a pile of, of books mm-hmm <laughs> Hello? Ah, yes, who's who's there? Uh, this is Alma of the Vale with Haku, Nail, and Fletcher. And you hear like a, ah! My, my friends, yes! And you see kind of like darting out from back behind that pile of, of books, a bright orange salamander, kind of wearing unassuming plain clothes marked with the stains and holes of a, a craft person. They have an apron on the on their body and the, the front pouch has like different pencils and, and notes kind of poking out. Um, at, on their face um, hang some spectacles kind of held together with string tape and probably some magic. And they look at you and again, you know Fallon, and Fallon knows you. They're, they were a bit older than you when you were in school, but you definitely still had some interactions. Oh my goodness! It's so very good to see you all. So very good to see you all. Is it? Is it time? And as soon as they said that, you hear like a. Yes, 
Yes, it's time. You arrived just in time. How were your travels? Good. It wasn't too much of a hassle to bring you back here. I was already pretty close, so not really. But also, thank you for inviting us. Yes. Wait, why did I invite you? And they pull out a um, notebook from their pocket and start to flip through it. No, that's not it. And they flip through another page. Huh? That's for somebody else. Flip through more. Oh, Yes, there's a meeting today you have to attend. Will you join me? Is it not this meeting that we're having now? Oh, no. Um, this is not where we have meetings. This is where I do my crafting, I guess. Oh, where's the meeting? Right this way. And they sort of, like, flutter over, kind of almost like on air, just, like, very quickly to, like, the other side of the the disc platform. They turn on and say, follow me, and jump up in the air and grab onto a zipline and across the factory. Fletcher would like to glide that distance. <laughs> Ziplines are not a friend. Go ahead and give me another swift roll. I rolled three. Fletcher, you hop up on the little rail that goes around the disc and jump off. There's something weird about the air here. Like the, the glitter's like flying around and you just like can't catch anything. And you eventually just like kind of like barely like make your way over to the, the zip line and you have your, your cloak there to protect your hands as you like very sloppily slide down the zip line and crash into a large meeting room that's on a, another platform on the other end of the the factory. Fallon is standing there and just sort of giggles as you crash, um, but the 12 or so other figures sitting around this table all glance at you sternly. Hey guys, sorry about that. An old crow that sits at the end of the table looks at Fallon and says, This is one of your heroes you summoned to help us. Not very promising. That's what my boss said. Oh, this is, this is, this is my friend Fletcher. They're the most wonderful witch. They're gonna be great. Just, just trust me. We shall see. To the rest of you, do you take a creative way down or, or how are, how are you coming? Alma takes the the zipline. Haku also takes the zipline. Neo will also take the zipline. The three of you land as you should because you, you were expecting to take the zipline and, and you you actually have the, the, the correct apparatus not just a, a cloak uh, to, to protect you and, and you land um, and then Fallon says and these are the, the, the rest of my friends. This is Alma. She is a grave digger. She's very familiar with the the magics of the other side of the coin, if you know what I'm saying. And Haku, our star child, knows of all things up in the sky and knows what they mean. And Neu, our our weaver, Neu can weave the most fantastical fabrics and put the most wonderful meaning in them. These are my friends, the people I've summoned to to help us. And Fallon sort of turns to the four of you and motions to the table. Friends, would you like to take a seat? My advisors have some things to say to you. Fletcher, are you okay? I'm okay. And then he sits next to the crow. Fallon kind of goes down to the other end of the table 
um, ignores the seat that's probably prepared prepared for Zem, and they just get on the table and kind of sit cross-legged on the table and starts fidgeting with something that was pulled from their pocket. Alma opts to stand, I think. Haku will sit down. So Haku, you sit between a very old-looking wolf with a scar over their eye who kind of grunts a little bit as you sit. <coughs> and the owl kind of next to you leans over and says, Don't worry, he doesn't bite anymore. I just give the biggest uncomfortable smile that I can because I've been told to respect my elders. What about you, Neo? You notice almost kind of like standing close to the table but not taking a seat. Fletcher's sat near the crow at the head of the table, who's kind of side-eyeing Fletcher. Neo will try and see if there's at least like a string of a couple chairs empty. Yeah, there there are a couple chairs empty still. There's one close to a, a bat who seems to be the youngest of the group and a, I guess probably like a, a hippopotamus that seems just as old as the crow. Now we'll go right and sit right next to the bat and probably scooch the chair a little bit closer to that bat. The bat squeaks and whispers, please be quiet. My, my ears are sensitive. Sorry. It's okay. Welcome. And you see they're like squinting through like partially closed eyes. And the crow at the head of the table clears their throat. Welcome, friends. My name is Glend Bellows, head advisor to the Serval. And it seems the four of you were summoned here to help with an issue. Somebody else at the table speaks up and says, It seems that... A month ago, our oracles were having some difficulties communicating with the gods. Somebody else speaks up. Upon investigation, to our surprise, the gods who were below the city were nowhere to be found. Completely missing. So, you see, we've been very concerned about this. We've been trying to figure out where the gods have gone, but not quite sure. And Fallon speaks up, and so... This is why we brought you back here. A ragtag group of individuals with very distinct skills. We thought we would send you to the mainland to try to explore and maybe track down the gods. We're not really sure what this means. We also had sent some scouts out. They were patrolling the outlings, which are close to the mainland. And they noticed that the veil has been thinning and can actually see the mainland again. So yes, it's clear that something is wrong. And we think that the four of you might be able to get to the bottom of it. Glenn clears his throat again and says, Do you have any questions? Yeah, I have a question. If the gods aren't in the lastings, will the lastings be okay? That's what we're concerned about. You see, this has not happened before. This is all brand new. <laughs> How exciting. But also scary. Kind of scared about it. And you hear kind of like mumbling around the table. Yes, very scared. Very scared. It is kind of scary. And Neo nervously takes two balls of kind of like cotton and a small strip of leather and begins to kind of like sew stuff just to relax. This is very scary. And I have a follow-up question. These three are pretty cool, but like, no, honestly, why 
us? Well, I guess for me, I started having dreams about you, and I spoke with our dreamweavers, our head dreamweavers in particular, and they said that if these dreams were coming to me, that there has to be a reason for it. You have to agree with me, Fletcher, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I had a dream about all of this happening, but I was in the outlings when that happened at Witch Academy. There must be something with the veil, then. Interesting. And, well, sometimes oracles get it really wrong. And you hear a gasp from from Fallon. The oracles are everything I base my life on. They can't be wrong. They just can't. No, not, not yours. Not yours, necessarily. Of course, Fallon. So, yes, we have a predicament on our hands and a great deal of mystery. Will the four of you be willing to help us. They probably can't. They're probably not skilled enough. You hear some murmurings like kind of bouncing around the room. Why us? Why are we here right now if you don't think we can do it? We trust Fallon, for sure. Fletcher turns to Fallon to sort of direct the same question at at Zim. Again, like I told Neu, I was having dreams about you and my oracles said that I should trust trust that. I don't know, I've kind of kept up with the professors from our school, and they all had very positive things to say about you, so I, I figured why not. I don't, I don't I don't have any other ideas. <sighs> They're all gone? Yes, all of them are gone. Not a single one is left. They're monuments, completely vacant. And even as we sit here, I can feel their powers slipping away. Alma looks very troubled. Very troubled indeed. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, sure. I'll I'll help you. I was already on the mainland, so I can... Yeah, yeah, that's that's fine. So we're gonna get to be outside? Okay, that's pretty cool. Yes, you'll be able to explore the mainland. And I guess our thoughts were that you could visit the old countries to maybe connect with them and see if any of... Their people know of this happening. So we know that Portsmore is to the north, Drylands to the southeast, Marshland even further south and further east, Towerfell to the northeast, and Middlewell in the center. The five countries that make up the old, old lands, except for Goldland, you know, which turned into the lastings. But yes, if we could connect with those countries, see if they've experienced similar things, maybe we can get to the bottom of this mystery. Do you know for sure if it's only affecting oracles? Fallon shrugs. Not entirely sure. This has not happened before. I I work at Marigold Apothecary, and this morning, every single waking potion that was used on me, I took three, I usually only need one, none of them worked, and I fell asleep at the cauldron. Very interesting indeed, yes. So magics seem to not be working in the same way. Even potions, which is a little bit closer to science, and we've been able to rely on it a bit more. Very interesting indeed. Ghosts, too. What happened with the ghosts? Hard to say. That's, um, it's just wrong. There, something's wrong. Please, give us your information. Let us know what you know. It's hard to explain. I've never seen it happen before. But one of us might know what is going on. Please elaborate. Tell us. Hey, could you be a little bit kinder on how you ask for things? Sorry, I'm just very concerned. Sorry. Alma shoots new kind of a grateful look. I was communing with a ghost in 
Lothair's lost the cemetery. In the midst of conversation, their spirit seemed to freeze, and when I tried to reach out, it dissipated entirely. And you, you hear a few gasps around the room. I've never heard of that happening before. This is becoming the most strangest mystery. Does anyone have any other information? Any other weird things have, that have happened lately? Are we the only group you've been meeting with and sending anywhere? We may or may not have others that we've sent out and are trying to send out, but you are the first official group we are sending out. Not much success on that front, I'm guessing? None yet. But, again, we hope with everyone working together, we can find out what is going on. And I must apologize for the harshness of this room currently, and for not knowing everything. This has just never happened before, and we are all very concerned. A lot is on the line here. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to go. Do you have any other questions for us? I can tell this is a lot for you. We've had a few days to process this, and you've only had a few minutes. Haku, I've noticed... Your contemplation. Is there is there anything on your mind? Haku takes a breath. Okay, okay, okay. Yes. I, of all the people that I've known for, for, for my life, these are the smartest that I've known, and I think the best qualified in what is happening of the unknown. On top of that, I do have a question. If we do find something, what is our best way to communicate with you in, like, correspondence, or are we just kind of just going off? We do have some trinkets, some equipment. To take that'll make communicating a lot easier. So that will be taken care of. Okay. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. You might need to think for a little bit and process. I have some rooms here would, if you would like to stay, but you must be leaving within the next day or so. So you can take some time, think, and then let us know whatever you need for your journeys. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 great. So we're leaving tomorrow. How are we getting all the way out? Again, we can work out all the details in a bit. I think it's important that the, the four of you have some time to, to rest and think. We don't want to make any rash decisions, you know? I have a bunch of luggage. I need to go pick it up for sure. Okay, so yes, let's adjourn for now. We'll all meet back here in a bit, okay? So- sounds good. Sounds good. Sounds good. Now we'll very slowly and carefully pull out the chair out, not make noise, and we'll hand over to that uh, bad kiff some kind of like earmuffs with like cotton balls on the ears just to help them cope with, with the noise. Thank you. I I really, really appreciate it. You are the, you are the kindest. Hope it works. I have a good feeling about these four. I like them. As Fletcher gets out of his seat, he knocks over the seat. Definitely not without their flaws, but I see the promise that you see in them, Fallon. Thanks for listening. 
You can follow QueerPG on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at QueerPGPod. QueerPG is made possible by all of you who listen and share the show. So if you like what you hear, please rate and review. It helps other people find the podcast. You can also support the show by signing up for our Patreon at patreon.com QueerPG. If you're interested in seeing transcripts for the episodes, all of those from previous episodes and episodes to come can be found on our website, QueerPG.com. Until next time.